Steph's in the City is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Minutia Men on the Radio Misfits. Today on this week's Minutia Men, we're talking about Nazi stuff. Oh, and then we're talking talking about a cub, because we do that. We have an interview with a guy or a girl. We don't even know. It's Mark Cuban. We're interviewing celebrities. <laughs> Ooh, celebrity interview. Ooh, we- clearly we're all in a great place for this. We're, just, <laughs> we're spending like a full minute ripping on Minutiaman. The only reason we even exist, the only reason this whole goddamn network exists, I swear. The best thing this show has going for it right now is that it's on the same network as Minutiaman. And friends. An Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. They're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. We're here. We're, we're queer. Here. <laughs> what is that? Sometimes. We're here. We're queer. We're here. We're queer. Something. Something. I don't know. I wish was I was from a queer. movie. Sometimes I wish I was queer too, because there's so many like nice ladies out there. Well, maybe so- I'm like partly queer, because like I I entertain the idea, but I've never done it. You know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> I mean, I watch Gabe. Am I coming out to you? <laughs> Uh, coming, coming out, out of the closet myself? what's coming happening out of the dark um men have I finally broken me to the point where i'm just done <laughs> oh, well i don't know what i read a quote and it was something like the more you get to know and love yourself the more you realize you don't really need anybody else it's true. so it's so yeah. true like it could right? not be more true yeah well, and I hate explaining myself because I still am on some of these dating sites and I swipe because, again, it's like my video game. And, you know, guys will be like, hey, you want to meet for a drink? Want to meet for coffee? And I'm like, in pandemic times, I wouldn't even say yes. But like, it's a pandemic yeah. now. So I want to talk to you and get to know you and make sure you're, you're not a waste of my fucking time and a risk of me dying. Like, right, right. It's not worth it. I'm so. going to risk my my well-being for you. You better you better make you better sure be worth you're it. worth it. Yeah. Right. Right. And then um, and I get I get the just the random offers like you're just so cool. It'd be fun to like, you know, to fuck or what, you know, and it's just like, no, like, no, I'm tired of people taking little bits of me here and there, but not really wanting the whole deal. So, yeah, I know that sounds kind of bitchy, but like, I don't think it does. I'm cool with my whole package. So the next person's going to have to be cool with the whole package. Like I'm mm-hmm. tired of mm-hmm. I'm t- somebody said like, you you know, you don't really need the whole loaf. You might just like want a slice or two. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'm tired of crumbs. I want the whole bakery. Yeah. Like, like maybe if done. <laughs> you, I don't want the whole loaf, but yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was an interesting kind of chat I had this week with some people. <laughs> and I wonder, I wonder if it's just because like I have a little roid rage going on or what, but I definitely am not putting up with people's shit this week. <laughs> I have, I'm telling you, there will be times when I'm like, mm, 
maybe I'll open an app and like, I, and I just cannot bring myself to do it. I just have no desire to. Like you said, well, if anything, it would be like, because I'm bored and I want to pass time. Right, right. But well, just and the I bullshit that th- comes with it, I don't need it. Did you do the Facebook one, the Facebook dating app? Year, uh, not years ago, like months ago, and then I disabled and it. And you right closed away. it down. Yeah, I closed mine down. Was it yesterday? It was like a guy that we I had mutual friends with, which granted are just like mutual industry friends like David Hochberg and whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, this guy had just sent me like five thumbs up. And I'm like, OK, not responding to that. Thumbs then up. He, yeah. Like, you know, like the Facebook. Like, yeah. Thumbs but like up. what kind of. a <laughs> Right. Like and so I was like and I looked him up like I creeped him on other, you know, uh, the friends we had in common. Like so I was able to creep him. And I'm like, well, this guy barely has anything on his Facebook page. His pictures are shitty. Like n- not going to respond. Then he sent me a message yesterday and it said shoddy. Like S H A W T Y, like instead of shorty, shoddy. And I responded and I said, Do you speak English? Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm in the mood to fuck around right now and like just be a bitch. And so then he's like, Oh, I'm highly educated and I'm this and I'm that and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, Why don't you have any full body pics? And I what? was just like, and, and so I said to him, I'm like, I rarely even do selfies, let alone full body pics. And I'm like, P.S., the two pictures you have on there are that they suck. Like, I just said, whatever, they suck. Or I said they, they're shitty or something. It's like, oh, I didn't even know what I had there. So I just like kind of got into it with them. I'm like, when you ask questions like that, that means you, you're looking to judge people. <laughs> right. Like, if you can't fucking be kind, then fuck off. And well, if you care I, you that know, much and I don't have them, then move on. Don't fucking right. talk to me. So I was like, block this guy, delete this guy. I blocked him on Facebook completely because I'm like, I don't need him trying to find me and go, well, I'm sorry if I offended you or whatever. Like, fuck off. I don't even want your apology. So and then I'm like, you know what? Fuck this Facebook dating, because quite frankly, 90 percent of the people that match with me, that they're plainly like from other countries and their profiles are written in foreign languages. Like, no, like just not. I'm done. So, yeah, but fuck that guy. His name was Ted. So Ted. Ted. And he just looked like a fucking creep. He had like one karate picture on there and it was like blurry, (laughs) like a fucking loser. So. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah I, so. I can't do Facebook. I go on it for like a second and then I'm off. I'm like, I just, I can't. Sometimes there's good posts on like those groups, you know, like I'm in that one. Yes. It's like all these women and then there's like a travel one. But otherwise, I'm like, I just, I cannot do it. Well, and I have friends there. One of my friends, I think it was Dave Scott. Dave, he's like, uh, dear Facebook user, how do you, I'll, I'll read it to you because I thought it was kind of funny. It's like in the middle of my work day and he's facing the whole, like, what do I do with people that have really shitty political views? My, <laughs> oh, dear- so you either unfollow if you have to see him again and you don't want to like just whatever. Yeah. But if you don't really know them and you never see him, I just unfriend people now. I don't give a shit. He said, dear Facebook, how would someone bulk ignore the wackadoos on one's friends list asking for a friend? And I'm like, I blocked, unfollow and snooze. Mm-hmm. So um, like, it, I know it sounds crazy, but I have like my mom. I have like, you know, people that are kind of important in my life, but I have them completely blocked on Facebook because 
my, my mom thinks that Trump is the Messiah, which is yeah, nutty. That's a problem. And uh, I know. And I rarely talk to her. And I've called her the other day just to talk about this. I, the kind cortisone shot that I got. And um, and uh, she was trying to tell me Trump this and how great he is and how great he is. And so finally, I just said to her, I'm like, let me tell you my theory on why so many people like Trump. And she's like, oh, thinking I'm going to like I'm joining the Trump wagon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Trump has borderline personality disorder. He's a sociopath. He's a narcissist. I'm like, he has so many mental disorders that all of the people across the country that are also mentally ill and have behavioral disorders and personality disorders, they all recognize that crazy. And they're like, oh, my God, he's just like me. That's why I like him. And she shut the fuck up like Good. immediately. Yeah, because, hello, you got a borderline right. personality disorder. Like she didn't dispute it. She didn't. She just changed the subject. And I was and it's the truth. You know, I mean, a lot of these people don't realize that they've got a little you know everybody needs a little help mentally here and there Oh, for sure yeah nothing against anyone with any kind of like mental illness or anything but like recognize it and try to like you know get treatment or something for it and be a better person don't recognize it and be like oh yeah he wants (laughs) me to pick up my ar-15 and blow people away like no it it, it, you can't yeah so that was like I said, I've been I've been totally a bitch all fucking week and I'm OK with it. Yeah. And you probably feel better than ever. That's what you got to do. Kind sometimes. Of, you know, well, I do feel better than ever because I had a hydrocortisone shot on Monday. So like all of my at first, my body was like, what the fuck did you just do to us? Because I don't think I'd ever taken steroids before. Like my nasal spray. That's about it. Mm-hmm. And so like everything in me was like revolting. I even got fucking cramps. I haven't had cramps in like 10 years. Was that so my body you said you hurt your knee again? Yeah. So I hurt my knee last week and I went to see my guy on um, Monday morning, my doctor, which he's so funny. I'll have to send you a picture of him. He's got he looks like Magnum P.I. Well, and he also looks like Anchorman, you know, Will Ferrell is the Anchorman. He looks <laughs> like, like a cross a little bit of a an upgrade. I don't think so. 2020s. In fact, when I saw him, he like kind of peeled his mask away a little bit. He goes, I still got the stash. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) I'm like, that's the best mustache ever. Because it is. It's like a Magnum PI mustache. So um, they took all sorts of x-rays. And he's like, oh, you got a lot of bone spurs. Like, so I have that in common with Donald Trump. Um, so I have a, a lot of spurring in my knee. There's something free floating. I have zero cartilage and I really do need like two robot knees. Um, and I'm like, I don't have the time to take off of work for that. Like for my knee surgery, I took two days off. Granted, I cried every day when I went back to work, but yeah, I, I just don't have the time. So he's like, well, you've never done a, a cortisone shot. You know, want to try that? And I'm like, anything like I, I can barely walk like I had my crutches out because I was in so much pain so he did that shot and I mean I had side effects because I think there's like they put numbing agents in it and I think that's what I had the reaction to was the the Marcaine there's Marcaine lidocaine which is like in the Novocaine xylocaine all those are like numbing medicines Mm -hmm. and so I had a reaction to that like I had an itchy uh I looked like I was sunburned and it really itched like on my face and my chest and arms 
Um, yes, yeah, so I, I mean, I had some definite side effects, but I think it was from the numbing agent. So if I can like, if I can just toughen up and just tell them like, just inject the cortisone, like don't give me any numbing, even though it'll probably hurt like a bitch, then yeah. I should be able to, he's like, well, you can keep doing these injections. And that's when I talked to my mom, she's like, oh, I did those for 10 years. I'm like, okay. So I, I mean, it's, it's helped stuff, but I'm that's just good. kind of bit. Yeah, I'm just bitchy and hungry. So, yeah. Welcome I already had breakfast life, and lunch. And <laughs> it's only one o'clock and I didn't get out of bed till 10 and I've already had breakfast and lunch. <laughs> I had pancakes. And I'm like, mm, that wasn't enough. I'm like, what can I Ooh, have now? I pancakes. Girl, I got McDonald's pancakes. Yum. Oh, hot cakes. Hot cakes. Yeah. I love so hot cakes. From I had hot cakes and then I was like, I'm still hungry. So then I made a roast beef sandwich. And honestly, I could still keep eating, but we're going to talk and I'm nowhere near the kitchen. It's so helpful. Yeah. Well, and then my mom said, she's like, oh, I got real bloated and swollen and hungry. And I'm like, no, none of these things are going to happen to me. <laughs> like, I'm just going to drink a lot of fluids to try to not eat a lot of food. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was my my Monday and the rest of the week has just been a little, little interesting. I mean, it's been a crazy <sighs> week, right? Yeah. I yeah. guess we could do like what's popping. I don't dance that. now. I make money moves. It's what's popping. It's what's popping, Cardi B. But I mean, none of it was really good, you know? No, everything is kind of a, sh- a nightmare. <laughs> a shit well, show. And it's, right. A shit show. That's Johnny B's name of his podcast is The Shit Show. Is it? Um, it is. Yeah. You still haven't listened, have no. you? <laughs> You've got it. I've missed the past couple weeks, but yeah, you, you'll have to give it a listen. Um, you know, I live real close to like Kenosha and Antioch. So yeah. I keep getting, you know, like they're scary enough when your phone like blows up with those emergency alerts, you know, it's like I, the noise it makes, it's just like it jolts you, right? Like when Mm -hmm. there's a storm coming or an Amber alert or whatever. And every day it's been going off, like avoid the Kenosha area, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, Oh my God, those Kenosha is like just a little Wisconsin town and Antioch too. We have a super yeah. fan that lives in Antioch. It's yeah. like, did you ever think Kenosha would be like on national news? Do you hear Kenosha so much? No, no, Crazy. no, because I even listen to my um, global news podcast. And it's interesting to hear like these, you know, BBC UK people talking about Kenosha, Wisconsin. <laughs> Although the more that their police chief talks, the more I'm like, well, yeah, this was bound to happen there because he's a real dumbass. So. so I don't have like network TV anymore. So unless I seek out like WGN on my phone, I don't really get to see the news anymore. I mean, I've just seen stuff he said. I don't really I can't. Watch and what does news. he sound like? A, a, like just a like a weirdo? Or well, at what? some point he said he never even watched the video of what happened. Obviously, we're talking about Jacob Blake. Uh, um, hello. How have you not watched the fucking video? That's like right. Your that would be like, oh, my laboratory exploded, but I haven't watched the video yet to see what happened. Right. So that alone <laughs> was just like, what Stupid the fuck? Ass. But then today I saw yeah. something about him saying that it's the protests that are inciting everything and like blaming everything on them, the protesters. Um, 
I was just. I don't. Yeah, it's. I don't. Uh, my take. So it was when all the rioting and stuff was going on, and remember, it was supposed to come out here to the suburbs, mm-hmm. and so I know exactly why that kid went out and killed those other people. It's because these militia groups or the word of mouth gets out, uh, you know, amongst. Uh, friend groups or whatever and they say hey mm-hmm. I know you've got a gun grab it and come on up here and help us protect our store help us protect our neighborhood help us protect whatever and that's at least what happened around here remember I had said like my, my they, uh, the, uh, friend my son's friend said hey you know their family business they were worried about it they saw cars like driving around that didn't just did, looked suspicious can you like bring your rifle or whatever and come on up here and, you know, guard, stand guard with us. So that's going around all of these like little suburbs. Like they want the, the people like townspeople are asking other townspeople, friends, family to help them protect their neighborhood, which I, I agree that you have the right to protect what's yours, but I don't agree with inviting a bunch of young kids or, you know, just people that aren't authorized to have weapons to like stand out there because people lose their minds. Like, and that's what this kid did. His mom lost her mind. Why the fuck did she drive her 17 year old kid and and his weapons to like a, a, a riot zone? Why? Well, that's what I'm saying about these fucking like Facebook not monitoring all this shit that's being put out there and letting people just like you know, the militia thing, I think they've even said Facebook that they should have shut that down way sooner than they did. Yeah, I saw that. Like hundreds of people were trying to tell Facebook, like, look, this goes against the whatever. Look, they're, you know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're making all these plans and Facebook didn't take it down. It's so, just so much like misinformation and these people believe everything. And it's just like, it's scary. So, like, I mean, bottom line is, Social media is not making our world a better place at mm-hmm. this point in time. I don't think you know, so. Yeah. No, not. I mean, okay. So if you can get online and tell, you know, thousands of people, like, grab your weapons and come help me, you know, guard the shit can or whatever the fuck. And so all these crazy people show up and they're riled up and they're, you know, coked up and whatever the fuck. And they just start shooting. It's nuts. It's absolutely, mm-hmm. it's nuts. Yeah. And I, I was a little bit thankful that I was kind of like had a busy week, like because like work is still nuts. And I was right. taking care of that puppy. So I was like, Aww, not Molly. like too consumed with all the news because it's just it can really fuck up your, I think, mentally. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. And just like your balance. Like it's, yeah, it drags you down. Totally drags you down. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at the big picture, and that's the other thing with this, the whole social media is like, so then they're saying, well, the guys that got killed by that kid, like, well, one was a pedophile. The, the one was holding a weapon. Mm-hmm. So it was self-defense. Like, it just gets so many different angles of the story. And mm-hmm. then Jacob Blake he was shot seven times in the back. So if if he was reaching for a knife, we don't know if he was, re- who knows, but nobody, nobody needs to get shot seven times. Not in the you back know? either. No, with kids. And if in you the were car. that scared of the knife, like, did he turn around with a knife? Did he do anything? Right. Right. We saw the video. I mean, that's the part now. It's like, we see these videos. We see what happened. Mm hmm. 
And right. if you're that terrified and then the, of someone may or may not have a knife in their pocket, when most men I know do have knives with them, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't be a kids officer. have always carried little knives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I have one on one of my keychains. I know I have a couple in my vehicle. Like, I, yeah, we all have certain weapons. Like, I don't to, But then you hear the other side of the story where, oh, well, Jacob Blake had a warrant out against him and he was a pedophile and he was a sex offender. Or what You know, whatever the long list is, allegedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then what? Did he really deserve to be shot seven times? Of course not. Nobody no. deserves that. No one. Nope. Yeah. And you've seen plenty of videos of white men who have a gun or who have a, actually are showing a knife and actually like either coming at police or, you know, going after someone else. And they seem to get arrested unscathed. Right. So right. That's, that's the part where it's like, come on. There's clearly a racial issue in this country. Mm hmm. Oh, 100%. And then that whole, so then this week was the RNC, which I didn't watch any of it. Fuck I just wasn't, no, no I wasn't interested. No. <laughs> but all the little sound bites that I've heard was like, well, if you, you know, like, whatever, that we're, we're in this violent Corona filled world because of Joe Biden, which I, know, I don't it's like, get who's that. Who's been the president for the last four years? Right. Remind and then it, me. And if you vote for him, you're going to have, you know, four years of whatever. Like, you're going to have what we have right now, which is not because of him. We're living in Trump's America right Mm -hmm. now. We're living in Trump's America, whether he wants to admit it or not. Yeah, I know he didn't create the virus, but he didn't have a great reaction to taking care of it. So So, this is where we're at. Part where, like, with your mom, like, they really don't like. Is it just like illogical thinking or what? They just don't want to see it the way, like the real you know, way. I, or I can honestly I can't say, wrap my she, mind around it. Well, and she's never, you know, how there are people out there that are like literal geniuses when it comes to certain things, but they don't have the common sense to like feed themselves. I guess. Yeah. So she's kind of like that. Like she's got a lot in some areas and zip in other areas. So, <laughs> um, so it, she didn't even think the coronavirus was real until she got it. Yeah. So, and then she's like, "Oh, this is real." Like, yeah, this is real. I know. I hate so, to talk about like people's intelligence and stuff, but I do think a lot of the people that like I've had to block or that I know or that like, yeah, it's like they're a little. There's a little bit of like they're not that smart (laughs) like I don't know how else to say it right like they're just not yeah no and and it's interesting because my mom's boyfriend he was a uh, Cook County Sheriff right and Mm -hmm. he is severely bipolar and he was not even diagnosed like he was just running around crazy as a sheriff right so he's no longer like on the force or anything. But then she started talking to me. Well, do you want to defund the police? I'm like, I don't I don't want to defund the police. I go, but I want these policemen to have like a, a higher IQ than like 33. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to pass uh, mental fitness exams like they need to be educated. They need to be nonviolent. They can't be aggressive and taking steroids or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, we're defunding if- everything else. We're defunding schools. The education system's a mess. Right. I mean, they said, like, since I think the 40s, the police, like, all the budgets throughout the U.S., 
have increased not like 50%, even like 100%, 900%. For Tell what? me one other budget that's increased that way. Was We're that very the- into our military and police uh. and nothing else. Yeah, but here's the thing, too, with the military, because my mom's like, oh, they should be sending military in for these riders and stuff. I'm like, talk to a soldier. Talk to a soldier and ask them. Ask them how they would be, you know, how they would feel being sent in to possibly hurt and kill a fellow American. Like, I'm like, they don't want to do it. Ask any veteran that's fought in a war, you know, because my uncle was sent during the riots to, you know, uh, as as part of the military to like you know handle the riots or whatever and he said that was the he fought in the worst battles in vietnam and he said standing standing off like squaring off to a fellow american was the worst feeling he'd ever had like he they should that the america should never send their own soldiers in against other americans no and not that the looting is okay but people have a right to protest so Right. I think protesting is fine. The looting and stuff, you're, you know, you always got a couple bad apples and, you know, they're going to think that violence is the answer. But I mean, I did want to see if there was any like, you know, not, you know, cheap Chanel's I could <laughs> get. But <laughs> know my first thought was this one person I know that I sometimes can get stuff from. And I'm like, hey, was he down there like looting that 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 store? And she's like, no, he wasn't. I'm like, damn. Like, <laughs> but I guess these okay, so these stupid people, they're going and like, I'm gonna grab me a ten thousand dollar Chanel bag, and then they try to fucking sell it on OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace. Like, it, sorry, you're gonna get busted. Like, if you well, yeah, stole and I guess it, all those iPhones and it. stuff were like, as soon as they went to try to like turn the like Apple stuff on. It was like, right. please return to the Michigan Avenue. <laughs> Apple store, I mean, like immediately. Crime just was... doesn't pay. Crime no. doesn't pay. What was it that like? Was it that McDuff, the crime dog or whatever? He's like, take <laughs> a bite out of crime, McGruff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, crime doesn't pay. But I get it. There's a lot of people out there that just aren't. Who is really happy? No one's happy. Right. I mean, who's really happy? Well, I mean, everything is just really difficult for everyone. Mm -hmm. So why are we okay making it even more difficult for a certain set of people? Like, why is that okay? You know how hard it is. Even just being a woman, we know that we already are at a disadvantage in this world. Like, that's wrong. But like, why even worse? Because people are a certain race. Yeah, it's just no, I agree. It's it's a shit show. And I was talking to my friend Kathy last night. We went out for pizza Um, and I was talking to her and we were talking about like just even just this the sexual harassment issue and just being a woman and trying to, you know, move forward. And she was always like super thin, just a beautiful girl. I can't tell you everywhere we would go when we were younger. People would be like, have you ever ever modeled before? And um. So she said that there were several times like she would go for a meeting with a client and it would be like a dirty old man and he would like close the door and stick her in the corner and, you know, try to make sexual advances on her. She's like, I can't tell you how much even at like parties, like guys would like walk up and like totally jam their hand up in her if she was wearing a skirt like it, it, it happens and it's horrible. But all these basic like kind of, you know white guys don't they've never experienced any of it 
They've no. never experienced discrimination of any type. So, yeah, I, I think can't... that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you've experienced it, you understand it and you can definitely like be more sympathetic and, and work for the cause, you know, like, you know, try to help out. But there are a lot of people out there that just think it's like, oh, it's all in their heads. Okay. I just want people to stop believing everything that they read on the internet, have a little bit of like critical thinking, um, do a little bit of critical thinking, and then, you know, what, come to your own conclusion from there. As long as you do that, whatever, and like vote. That's all I'm asking. Vote. Yes. And I have some good news in uh, our sports. Uh, our Let's sports, hear uh, some good news. Let's all right. <laughs> well, I've got some good news. All right. So what are we going to do? Uh, let's let's hear from Big Time Tommy because he's got some All good right. news here. How you doing, Instagram? It's Big Time Tommy. And here's my thought of the day. Laugh like there's no tomorrow and dance like nobody's watching. And when Big Time Tommy's not around to leave his inspirational thoughts of the day, my dear friend, the comedian, the one and only Anthony Rodea stands in for me. How you doing? This is Big Time Tommy, and here's my thought of the day. If my grandmother had balls, she'd be my grandfather. That's the old school way. OS for life. Take it ace. That's not how you say take it ace. OS for life. Take it ace. <laughs> so that was Anthony Rodia, I guess. Is Tommy just like hanging in the home goods now, reading off like different signs that people put in their home? <laughs> I think he was in the like he must have been backstage or something with this comedian guy and it just if my grandmother had balls she'd be my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. So there you go. Big time Tommy says the laugh a little bit. Um oh yeah, so here's more good news stuff. You like this. Hey you. Yes, yes, yes you. Today is your day. You got this. You're absolutely crushing it at everything you do from your job to maintaining a social life to pursuing your passion projects. You're killing it. Ignore anyone who tells you otherwise because you, you're amazing. The only thing more beautiful than your smile is your personality. Yeah, I said it. You're more than capable to take on the world, the whole world by storm. Speaking of the world, did you know that it's a better place because you're in it? I mean, your mum brags about you all the time. Dogs love you. You're strong, you're confident, you're intelligent, you're charismatic, you're the total package. On a scale from 1 to 10, you are an 11. You make me want to be a better man. You are, you're bloody brilliant. You're brilliant. Don't forget it, okay? Do not forget it. Take the day by storm and remember this. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Wait, that was really Chris Hemsworth? Yes, it was. Holy shit, I'm going to have to listen to that like every day. Okay, do you want me to send it to you? Like yes. I'll just send it to you and you can just like play it every day. I know I posted on Facebook and I've got a couple cousins that are like so into him and uh, my one cousin Emily and she's just like, oh my God, I love that. I feel like he's like a very, um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is. Like everyone likes it. <laughs> like I don't hear any. He's you know, like, very yeah. He's well liked, charismatic. Like nobody doesn't like him. Yeah, I mean, and he's just yeah. like it, like hot across the board. Like everyone <laughs> I think you're thinks flustered he's hot. stuff. I'm hearing like your voice. You're just like a little. Well, I was also trying there. to think in my group chat. We're always like arguing about different men. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Chris Hemsworth, but it was someone else. Where I was like, oh my god, do we all actually agree on one person right now? Actually, maybe it was Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no, it was you'll Chris have Evans. To post Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Eh, I right? would take. Yeah, I would take Chris Hemsworth first. Is Chris Evans the one that was Captain America? He was Captain America. Yeah, yes. and I don't know. I w- Cap. I mean, even though I have, you know, remember I bought all that artwork last year, all that Marvel artwork. Um, oh my God, why am I drawing a blank on the artist right now? I think you're flustered too. We can't listen to Maybe. Chris Hemsworth give us yeah. compliments. But I do have like this poster of Captain America. And it definitely is not Chris Evans. Like this guy is hot as hell. <laughs> and it's just sitting like I I have I don't have enough wall space for all the artwork that I have. So right now he's just like sitting underneath a mirror in my living room. But it's like every time I go upstairs, I'm like, what's up, baby? <laughs> like I just look at him like I, I don't want to be weird. Um and and like hang all these hot Marvel guys in my room because I don't know if anybody comes over and visits me they're gonna be like you're a weirdo (laughs) is this your son's room or is this your right like their rooms have like really cool stuff in it and I just have Marvel posters (laughs) (laughs) but if it's like art that's it is totally art and it's autographed by the artist posters or anything well and I used I used to like my very very first job that I ever had. I worked at an art gallery. I worked at Merrill Chase Art Galleries. I'm sure people probably recognize the name because they were like around forever. And it was at the one at the Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg. And I would take packages. I would help out at like uh, gallery um, openings, showings, uh, would do stuff for the artists that would come in when we would do like exhibits. I just did whatever they wanted me to do. And I think I worked there for a couple of years. And it's funny because uh, I don't know if it was Frida Love Smith or Chloe Orwell. One of them posted something about um, Yoko Ono. And w- so God, I was only 15 or 16 and Yoko Ono came in with John Lennon's bag one art exhibit. And if you've never seen it, you should Google it bag because apparently bag one. Yeah. Like okay. I got a bag of dicks and one of them's really big. Um, like because that's what you go to for a bag, <laughs> a bag of dicks. Bag of dicks. Um, yeah. I mean, you know me that come on, that didn't seem too out of character, right? No, but I guess apparently this bag one art exhibit opened in the 60s while John was still alive. But because it is kind of sexual, it like got shut down. So you figure in the mid 80s, after he was killed, he um, Yoko brought that whole uh, exhibit out again. And she actually came to little old Merrill Chase Galleries in Woodfields in Woodfield Mall. Yes. And I got to be her little assistant for the day. So um, she was so sweet, so nice. And she fucking loved the, God, was it called Rob Roy's fried chicken in the mall? She just loved the fried chicken. I had to go back and get more fried chicken for her. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. So I got to meet a, like a lot of cool artists and stuff. And I think at that young age, I got bitten by the, you know, the art collecting bug. Well, so I do know. have if anyone if you hang them and anyone says anything, like this is art. Mm-hmm. And I worked in an art gallery. I'm a connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> and can you be a connoisseur for anything other than food? 
regardless. Oh, you can be an I'm art enthusiast. Collector. An enthusiast. That's a good word. I'm enthusiastic about a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'll have to actually have a picture I bought uh, back then swatch. Watches were like so cool, which I still want to swatch. I think I'm going to buy myself one. Um, I don't know whatever happened to all mine from the <clears throat> from the 80s, but it was like a swatch style watch with John Lennon's bag one design on it, like his art. Oh, that's and very it's, pricey. I, you know what? I don't know. I've tried to look it up. I don't know if maybe people it just wasn't popular or they didn't sell that many. I really can't find it. And then I have like one of those, you know, those drawstring bags that kids use for like soccer or whatever. They give them away a lot. I have a canvas one of that with the same um, same artwork on it. So At some point during quarantine, I found myself looking into like Rolex, <laughs> different Rolex oh, watches. Okay, where the fuck do I think I'm gonna? First of all, I don't even like wearing watches or things on my wrist. I am uh, <laughs> poorer than I've been in years. But for like a good week, I would just every day looking at different Rolex watches. What the fuck? That right there tells you people are just out of their mind right now. No, it's healthy to be thinking about things that you might want in the future. Have you know? That's I can't say it's like a goal. Though. No, but it's still like dreams are dreams. It doesn't matter if you dream of being a pig farmer. Or you dream of owning a Rolex. Well, like, I snapped out of it. My dream needs to be to pay off my credit cards. And <laughs> there you go. There to you not go. have to like eat cereal because I'm broke. I'll, I'll look for a two for one swatch special. There you <laughs> we go. Can both okay. have swatches. I'll start yeah. at swatch. Yeah, I love swatch. Yes. So so eighties. I'm such an eighties girl, and you know what? I'm not ashamed to say it. I don't. Well, really I know we're care. trying to talk about happy stuff but with the marvel talk crazy, i know so crazy horrible news so on friday sad. yes i have a little thing on it here we go my son it is your time you get to decide what kind of king you are going to be it was a magnetic performance radiating nobility and glorious charisma as king t'challa in the groundbreaking black don't freeze I never freeze. The first major superhero film with a predominantly black cast. And in the process, Chadwick Boseman inspired a generation to see the hero in themselves, believing they too could be young, gifted and black. On the film's release, he discussed the movie's cultural impact on two young fans who eventually died of cancer. Just to experience those two little boys... Um, anticipation of this movie. And when I found out that they... At the time, he was himself privately living with the illness. To make the decision that regardless, you are going to continue to perform, you're going to continue to take on new projects and just push um, as far as you can go on your journey and make your mark on the world. I think is um, a fantastic tribute to him. He'd made his debut just 12 years ago, playing real-life figures, whether it was legendary R&B singer James Brown. It's just a bunch of crackpots still fighting the Civil War. Or the black baseball star Jackie Robinson. News of his death came as a shock to many, as Bozeman never discussed his cancer diagnosis publicly. 
His final tweet celebrated Kamala Harris as Joe Biden's Democratic running mate in the forthcoming presidential election. Today, she wrote, heartbroken. Chadwick Boseman was brilliant, kind, learned and humble. He left too early, but his life made a difference. Actor Idris Elba told ITV News, Boseman was thoughtful and hardworking and he'll be missed by the filmmaking community. In the 1990s, yeah. So, so sad. R.I.P. I know I was shocked to hear that and that because my kids are like, oh, no, Black Panther. And I'm like, what? And yeah, then my friend, that's like, all that the, was on the tweets like that. the His team or whoever his family released. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, did we know he was sick? Like, what the fuck? It's just so crazy. It's just. And then no. when you learn it was like his whole like when his career took off until you know he passed away he did all this and he was battling colon cancer it's like holy shit right he shot all those films in between chemo and surgeries while he was fighting the colon cancer yesterday i was watching something and i was like crying about it which i think just now it's just like everything's extra sad because mm-hmm. everyone's emotions are but then i'm like i i maybe half watched black panther and I don't think I've ever seen anything else that he was in. But like I that clip, I always love that clip of him surprising people that had just seen Black Panther. I really just knew him from that. And like oh, I knew really? he was and I saw him at like award shows and like I just thought he, he was kind of cute. And, you know, so I like knew him. But I was thinking about it yesterday. Like, why am I? I'm, it's just really sad, I guess. Like, I'm, I feel like really affected by it. But I don't even think I've really truly watched a movie that he was in. I think because he was very similar to Chris Hemsworth, where he's likable. Like nobody he had nobody had anything bad to say about him. And he you know, he did all those appearances at the hospitals with the sick kids. And, you know, he just he did a lot of wonderful things in his character and that the that whole um, universe was like a strong uh benevolent like leader and fighting for the good of his people and all people you know so it's just not only was he a great guy in real life but his, the characters he played too he picked some really strong wonderful people to play so um I, yeah i mean it's it's horrible for such a young guy to die of such a horrible cancer, like, especially because they tell you, like, you know, they don't even screen people for colon cancer until you're like 50. Yeah. So um, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, you know, you should get screened early. And it's interesting because Will Smith, I think there's like a whole video of it. He decided like, well, I'm going in for a colonoscopy. You know, we're 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 just going to like record it or whatever. He ended up having like a precancerous polyp there, too. And, um, you know, they took care of it. So it's well, always yeah, a lot of people are trying to say like to go earlier and mm-hmm. to not, you know, just let things because, right. I mean, you know, you feel OK. It doesn't mean that everything's fine. But right. also and, I think people need to know it costs money to have these tests. And like that's another huge issue in this country, you know, like people can't healthcare. afford. Yeah. Right. Sometimes like they'll tell me like it, they want me to go for something and you call and they're like. Well, it does cost this amount once, you know, we run it through your insurance. How are you going to pay? And like a few times I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. You know, (laughs) I know I do it. And I'm like, "Um, I'll pay you 20 bucks a month for the next 40 years. (laughs) Yeah. How's that? (laughs) I mean, after. Yeah, I had to do that, too. It's just 
Yeah. And and it th- that is one of the major issues with this country. We should not a be going into debt, like possibly uh, compromising the uh, our quality of life for healthcare or for education. Yep. Like if our country was strong enough and cared enough about the citizens, at least those two things, healthcare and education would not be something that could make or break a person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can see that nobody really has, you know, the right to have like a, a a mansion and a boat and a car and all that, but you should at least have the right to decent healthcare and a decent education. I mean, I don't think anyone needs like a hundred billion dollars either. I think No, but I mean, I make a decent buck. I figure, you know, I'm like middle class, maybe, I don't know. I wouldn't say lower middle class, maybe mid or upper middle class as far as like wages go. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you the two things that have set me back continuously in my in my life have been educational costs and medical costs. Yep. I but it, it. and it, it and that shouldn't be. It shouldn't no. be. It's not like I'm like I went and bought a Mercedes. I don't know what I was watching and the girls like I got a Mercedes. <laughs> a Mercedes. No, I drive a Hyundai. It's not like I'm spending my money frivolously, but the two things that are the biggest expense to me and that have been over the past, I would say, 10 years have been medical things and education. Yeah. So I think it, it's super important for people to get like stuff like that checked. But I also think like even more so people need to think about that and realize that like it's not affordable for most of the people in this country and that that's a real problem. And and I mean, and maybe we can look into something like, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, like a GoFundMe or something that makes like these tests more available to but people. But that's the that... whole part, too. Like, yeah, I've donated to a ton of GoFundMe's. I've mm-hmm. donated to all kinds of shit. Why are we who are already struggling? And like, if I did have to get a test that maybe I can't afford, I would just have to deal when there's like there. It doesn't have to be like this, I guess, is the bottom line. And no, it doesn't have to be like us this. to help each other, which I, I think is, you know, like one of the great things is that we people do. And mm-hmm. like some of these GoFundMe, GoFundMe's are amazing. But the fact that we have to do that when there's people who are, have billions and billions of dollars. Right. The rich insane. get richer and yeah, the poor get poorer. And I even I see that like in my workplace, like some mm. of these really wealthy people, it's they're the first ones filling their pockets up with the free food and the mm-hmm. free this and the free that. And then they hoard their fucking money. And it, it just it I don't it's just so disproportionate. Like mm-hmm. I just yeah, I can't even think about it. But I, the only thing is, is like the more you give, the more you should get back. So and you shouldn't even think of it like that. But just know that even if you only have 10 bucks left and you gave away your 10 bucks that don't worry around the corner, at least something good will will be there for you when you need it. You know, yeah, I hope so. Karma, right? Karma. You would you hope. hope. Well, this guy got some karma. We'll go to our sports part. Oh, I like karma. Is it good? Yeah. And fuck this guy. You got to listen really close to the beginning. Uh, okay. Fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roofing. 3 nothing ball game with the Reds in front of the Royals. We go to the top half of the fifth inning. 
Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. As Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing. So he's ballgame. calling the game and trying to apologize. I don't know if I'll be putting on this headset again. What did he say in the beginning? I don't beginning? know if it's going to be for the Reds. So in the beginning, here, I'll play the beginning again. Yeah, I can't hear it though. Fag capitals of the world. He's the F word. Fag capital of the world. So I don't think he realized that the, that the mic was hot when he said that. Cause, and it's, it is live. Like if you watch the video of it, they're just panning into like the outfield. And it's like all pregame, I guess. And I don't think he realized his microphone was on. But like. Fuck him! They, yeah. that, you you shouldn't even say that or think that. Like, well, I like that. Off. Immediately goes. I'm a man of faith. Shut the fuck up. Oh, he kept apologizing. He was he was basically fired in the middle of calling this game Good. on TV, and that's why he kept saying like, "So and so is going to be taking over. So and so is going to be taking over." I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And you know what? Fuck off. The, 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 you know, I don't go into work and and slam my patients or you know what I mean. You just mm -hmm. shouldn't. You, you have some fucking common sense. Yeah. So fuck that bye. guy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hope your asshole's not so red. Um, uh, so and then the, uh, there is a good sports uh, story I have. Okay. So uh, the NBA and the NBPA um, made a groundbreaking announcement on Friday as the players agreed to resume their postseason because they were they were like on strike. Um mm. And uh, so they agreed to put some new social justice initiatives in place. So the league will form a coalition of players, coaches and governors to work on social justice programs. And um, they're, they're going to have some televised advertising spots throughout the postseason that will be devoted to promoting civic engagement. The most important development, however, is the um, conversion of NBA arenas into voting sites for the 2020 presidential this is election. Awesome. That was like such a good announcement. Yes. Nice, and yeah. so fuck the government when they say that they're going to that they're closing all these polling places in these, you know, these areas that they know are like heavily um, populated by minorities. So then mm -hmm. what they close the polling sites so that people can't go vote or they have to get across town and vote when they don't have a car or whatever. So these big, huge arenas, I guess majority of them are participating. There are some that either are publicly, I don't know, there was there was a little bit of a, a, a problem with some of the ones that were owned differently. You know, not all these arenas are like Staples Center or whatever. Some of them are owned by multiple owners. So they kind of have to get everybody on the same page 
But it seems like majority of these big arenas across the country will be open for polling, which, you know, they're big. They enable people to socially distance and, you know, not stand out in the rain or the snow because who knows what the fuck November is going to bring. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do have a meme I'm gonna post. I'm like waiting for September 1st because it's like all these aliens standing around and they're like, fuck, we're up next. I'm so nervous. <laughs> and it's like September be like, <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that in like July, but it's super funny. Like, it, yeah, yeah. So I, do it every think- month this year. I'll post that in September, but and I mean, on, this month kind of flew by. Like, I'm not upset about it. it I'm did. upset that summer's leaving, but I'm not upset about. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it got kind of so cold over dramatic at the end of like even just August. I'm like, it's like super. It's probably the hottest month here, but it's always yeah. like, no, winter's here. It's coming. It's like right around the corner. I can't. I can't. Like, I just get so sad. So. I'm, this year I'm not that sad about it. I'm just yeah. Like, eh. I mean, this year it's just like there's so many other things to be sad about. I don't well, even right. Know. It's not like oh, concert season's coming to an end. Fuck, we haven't had any concerts this right. year to go to. Um, you know, so it's almost just like ugh, just get this year over with. Like oh, I this keep is thinking just... that, but then it's like, well, what the hell's gonna? Just because it turns to 2021 doesn't mean that everything's gonna be great. Like what True, if it's even worse? But... I don't know. It's the whole, you know, the the end of the work day, like 10 more minutes and I can leave my desk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you got to come back and fucking do it tomorrow. But it's something about that ending. Day. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. um, while we're talking about the, uh, we talked about Chadwick passing away. We ha- we lost another guy, Steph. I don't know if you heard about this. I'm going to play Cliff Robinson. No. <laughs> Where are you? We got some work to do now. Where are you? Um, So one of the creators of Scooby-Doo unfortunately passed away. I think he was 80 years old and he didn't didn't pass away from Corona or anything. It was like natural, natural causes. Um, But this Scooby, his name was Joe Ruby, Ruby, Joe Ruby. He was 87. I'm sorry. Um, But if you don't know the whole Scooby-Doo background story, it's kind of interesting. Like you should look into it. Scooby-Doo has like an origin story? (laughs) It does. (laughs) I forget if it was CBS. One of the channels was like really lagging behind everybody with their cartoon hours. And um, they were losing money and they really needed something to fill like that, that cartoon spot that they were lacking. And this Joe Ruby guy and another guy came up with fucking Scooby-Doo. And like, that's all she wrote. Like, it was a hit. Everybody loves Scooby-Doo, like even adults, you know, and um, it's just a yeah. So Scooby does have a really good origin story <laughs> if you look into it. So um, R.I.P. Joe Ruby. I'm telling you, Scooby was probably like the biggest cartoon character for us, for, for like me and my brother and sister growing up. Really? I mean, yeah. we watched it and I think we liked it, but I don't know if it was the biggest. Yeah, no, we had like Scooby-Doo lunchboxes and we had a lot of Scooby stuff growing up. I want to say Scooby was even on like the peanut butter for a while. I don't know. <laughs> um, Yeah, Scoob, Scoob was a big deal for us. And even my kids, because that's when the Scooby-Doo movie came out with Freddie Prinze Jr. 
Like they they loved that. I know that just because of Davion loves Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller. So Oh really? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, was he a big Buffy he's a fan? fan? Oh my god, yes. I need One to go back to Buffy. Oh yeah. Buffy I just, fans. I loved Angel. I loved Spike. Yeah. Like I need to go back and watch Buffy again. I yeah, loved that Angel show. Too. I don't think I ever watched it. It, you know, it was it was really good. I think then the more com, you know how every show gets like the more characters they add, and then this one had a baby, but then the baby. It's like I don't know. It, it, the more they add, the the more difficult it gets to like really follow along. <laughs> but, but I you love said that you've show. been binging a new show, right? Oh yeah, well that's part of Samandy's five things. Okay, we can well, go wait, there. Then. Well, we can go there. Five things that we're just, we're just all over the place. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. That's Stella Sonic of the Strays UK. And I want to say they might be having a new album coming out. Like they just never stop. They're always they're always making oh, music. Talk about making the most of their quarantine. Yes. They're and did you going, ever look going. up Estelle's like her husband's decorating job with the the leopard print paper going up the stairs. No, I need to, but I like okay. that. You called it row, row. Row, row. <laughs> me. Um, snarf. Uh, so I have been watching Queen of the South on Netflix. Now it's an, I, I mean, it's in its fifth season. So you figure it's kind of an older show. And I want to say it might have even just gotten like the notice that they canceled it. But um, it's with Alice Braga, who was in, it's kind of funny because the kids were watching me watch it and they're like, Hey, that girl was in, um, bad boys. And I'm like, I don't know. And then one of them came up with, she was in men in black. I think she's been in one movie with Will Smith, but I really like her. And it's almost like, um, narcos but the girl like more feminine version of it like instead of these cartel guy guys it's these women these strong women that are running these cartels so um and it's like an underdog story you know she goes from rags to riches and but it's a lot of like shooting and drugs and blood which i like all that so yeah that sounds like (laughs) right up my alley well, that's why today when you're like, well, we can record around three. I'm like, no, no, we got to do it now. Otherwise, I'm going to spend the whole day on the couch watching this. So there's I think there's like four or five seasons. And I'm like right now smack dab in the middle of season two. And it's really getting good. But I can't keep just watching TV, especially when it's so nice out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Queen of the South. So come on, Steph. You've got Netflix. Catch up, girl. Yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, And it's Every week, I guess so. Every Friday, Netflix releases new stuff, and they also take away stuff. But um, they release new stuff, and apparently, I don't know if it was last week or just this past Friday, they released this movie called Drunk Parents. <laughs> Drunk Parent. <laughs> Drunk Parents, like okay. both parents, and it's with um. Is it about my knew- mom? No, <laughs> I knew I was going to have to come up with these actors' names, and I know them. I Drunk just cannot. Parents. Yeah, I did you say I'm it's still... a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Which it's uh 2019. Oh, Alec Baldwin. 
Yes. And Salma Hayek, Joe Manganiello, which the guy in my elevator at work. Jim Gaffigan, um, who's really turning it out this last week. That was he has good been. news. <laughs> yes. He's just and, fed up. You know who makes an appearance is Will Ferrell and um, Colin. What's the Colin guy from uh, MTV? What's his name? Colin guy from MTV. Yes. He used to be on that game show. Uh, oh, um, Quinn. Yes, Colin Quinn. <laughs> and it's kind of like, um, they're like, what are your names? And he's like, Will, Colin. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they just go by their regular names and they're like bums that set themselves on fire. Will the bum and Colin the bum. Um, so, well, yeah, spoiler I mean, it, alert it. No, so, it's, but I mean, it came, it's all the way from 2015, they started working on it. <laughs> Um, and now it's finally on Netflix, but I thought, I thought right, it was I'm cute. Check it out. Yeah. It definitely funny. wasn't what I expected. Cause I'm like drunk parents, but it was, it was a cute movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then for those of you that have serious, um, XM in your cars, uh, or I guess you can listen to it on your phones now and stuff or at home on your, your little listening device. Um, Channel 70 is Yacht Rock. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've been, I listen to that during the day. A little muskrat love. Who has Albert is always listening to Yacht, Yacht Rock. I love it. If it's they just, leave music on for the dog, that's what's on. If I get Oh, really? There. <laughs> yeah. That's why Albert's so cool, right? Yeah. He's, he's listening hangs. to Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's like on the couch going, sailing <laughs> takes me away. <laughs> so, oh, little Albert. And, and then you know me and my freebies. So, this, I'm t- it, it's always on Facebook. So, as I scroll, it'll pop up. And it, I it'll say like something like sign up or something. And all you do is like click on it. It auto fills your information and it's through a company called. So post S O P O S T. And they just send you these samples in the mail. And then, yeah, I think they end up emailing you later. Like, did you get your samples? Yes. Did you enjoy them? Yes. Did you buy them? Not yet. Okay. Thanks. Like it's quick couple questions. I want free stuff. I'm going to do those. Girl, I've gotten La Mer. You know that that is like expensive. Yeah, it's not yes. cheap at all. No. And when I put it on, I feel like kind of, I feel kind of like a Rolex girl a little bit, you know, because I'm like, <laughs> no, this is expensive stuff. So like when I'm having a bad day or I want to feel good because it smells so good, I put a little bit. So, so far I've gotten the cream, the serum and this new concentrate. But just one container of the cream is is like two thousand dollars. So oh my God, I know because Nordstrom, I got the email for their big sale, and I'm like, I ain't paying no fucking two thousand dollars for this face cream. Like, if I can just keep like snagging these samples, I'll be okay. <laughs> well, like, send me some. Like, do they have a link or something? How do I do this? I'm so next time I stumble across it, I'm gonna screenshot it and send it to you, or t- maybe tag you in the comments. That's what I'll do. I can tag you in the comments. But uh, stuff I'm telling you, every it seems like almost every other day there's something in my mailbox from these like these freebies. So I got like a a cute little box full of perfume samples from Macy's. And then I got these um, serum, like face serums from, I want to say L'Oreal, Vichy, V-I-C-H-Y. 
And then I got foundation samples from Tom Ford. Like I just keep getting all these fun things. So I'll have to tag you in it. But I'm telling you when you're on Facebook and if you see it as you're scrolling, don't ignore it. Click on it because those are the ones and it's absolutely free. I think maybe the first or second time you have to verify your address. But other than that, it'll be saved in there and it, that you just have to like click on it and it'll they'll send them to you. So yeah, and now you're going to talk about it on the podcast. Like they right. need to send us some <laughs> shit, man. I should tell them that. But seriously, it's so much fun. And uh, fuck, I used to pay all that money for those subscription boxes. Fuck that. I'm getting shit. I'm getting two thousand dollar face cream for free. Like that's worth it. So right. um, yeah. And then number five on my list was the cortisone shot, which we already talked about. My Magnum PI doctor. Now you're like moonwalking over there. (laughs) Kind of. Well, I was wearing a brace on both fucking knees for like three days and now I'm like brace free. It's a miracle. But again, like every day I was having a little bit of a side effect and now it seems to be okay. And supposedly it should last for months. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I just like I am a little more aggressive, I think. Well, then maybe you'll want to get into one of these sex positions. I got the book right here. Wait, don't say anything yet. I got music this time. (gasps) Ooh. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should play this when I'm having my Saturday morning (laughs) playtime. Make yourself a soundtrack. Yeah, because usually I mute the videos. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that now. N- and that ain't me. I'm talking about that. Like, why? Yeah, some people are just extra. Shut the fuck up. So extra. Mm. Ooh, and today's is kind of apropos. Oh, really? Tell me well, more. Well, of the way that we started the show. <laughs> August 30th like, is when recording. <laughs> No, um, we're here. We're queer. It's oh, two women. Yes. Okay. Hey, scissor, scissor. <laughs> no, it's just uh, the oyster. My world is the name of it, oh, and it's basically okay. just a girl like with her face and the other girls, you know, hoo ha. She's looking it. for the pearl. She's yeah. per- she's diving in the oyster for the pearl. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I and then was... this will my come pearl out. is a piece of sand. It's shriveled up. <laughs> I know. Uh, from yesterday. What what from you no, playing around yesterday? No, I, you know what the problem is is like I don't know. You know, playing around it suits it suits its purpose. But I think like at this point in time, everybody will probably agree with me that's single and doesn't have a partner. You, you just miss the connection. You miss like the physical touch. You miss the conversation. The 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 eye contact. You just miss all of that. So yeah, I can use uh, anything out of my toy drawer and you know, get the buzz going and 10 minutes later, I'm good to go. But you're still lacking that connection. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to find somebody to find my pearl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can do September 1st is um, the dousing rod. (laughs) Ooh, that sounds like a witchy one. Is it like No, it just looks like missionary and her legs are straight out. He's okay. dipped in there. He's dousing his rod. Oh, there you go. He's he's looking for the stream, the water source. <laughs> there you go. 
I actually I follow some of these witchy sites on Facebook and Instagram and there was a really good spell and I'm like wasn't even really a spell it was just like something to do um, when you're cleaning your house and it's if you put a so we'll do this the mini spell of the week half a cup of white vinegar and a few drops of sage essential oil in warm water and when you mop your floors with that you clear the vibe and clear your mind oh okay it's like yeah. uh smudging your your floors yeah kind of and okay. i i do i mean yeah, I guess I should mop. I don't want to, but I just, I have tile, so I like spot clean it, but yeah. I guess I should get in there and mop it up. Um, So that was, our, those were our sexy moves of the week. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, there's more where those came from. Uh, <laughs> we didn't do any of our Corona stuff. I guess we can do our uh, song first and then come back to the Corona stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because. <laughs> um, Yeah, the Corona stuff isn't too horrible. It's kind of fun. So our song this week is coming to us from Sweden. Um, And the name of the town, although it's spelled L-J-U-N-G-B-Y, which it's a Swedish word, um, it's pronounced Jungby. So Jungby Sweden. Um, And the song is called I'm Happy from the Airwaves.
says, I'm happy from the airwaves from Jungby, Sweden, and they have an upcoming album called Bitchy One, which is my nickname. <laughs> yes, I like it. Uh, and that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Were you going to say something else? No. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I'm getting ready um, for my bitches. Okay. Uh, the Airways I'm Happy was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com tweetaudio.com and if you would like to be cool like the airwaves in Sweden uh, go ahead and find us at radiomisfits.com there's a tab click on it it says submit music follow the prompts add your links send it on over we love getting new music we love featuring it on our podcast Uh, just keep in mind it cannot be a cover song it has to be your original music and hopefully you're an unsung artist because that's what we'd like to feature here. So <laughs> radiomisfits.com. What we like to and what we can. So right. Legally we I've had some bands send some like cool covers and we just we can't do it. Yeah. Sorry. I love covers though. Totally. Um and that's that Queen of the South. They do a lot of cool music in it and a lot of them are covers, which is interesting. Um like there was a Blondie cover and I'm like, I recognize the words, but I totally didn't recognize, you know, the music to it. It definitely was a different spin on it. So if you're a music person, you might appreciate that. And I will say that Umbrella Academy, I know that Davion likes that show. Um, that There was really cool music in that show, too. I think music can make or break a movie or, or a, a series. For when sure. we were in Denver, our Uber driver was playing the soundtrack to the umbrella academy Mm. yeah and i was like oh this actually sounds like a good soundtrack right it's good music it's good music um so since we oh we're gonna do corona where's where's cardi coronavirus 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 i'm telling you it's real it's getting real Um, so this week in coronavirus town, um, the corner, Corona corner, (laughs) Corona Um, town, Corona town, Corona world. Um, Yeah. It's just Corona planet. I guess we Mm -hmm. could say, uh, Kentucky fried chicken dropped its finger licking good slogan. Um, I guess it makes sense. I guess, but like, wh- why was it still around? Finger licking good. We all know we shouldn't be licking our fingers, whether you just had it on chicken or what. I don't know. I'm not a huge kid. Well, so last night, my one of my friends also had his milestone birthday this year. Aww. And so we Happy met. birthday. Yeah, on an outdoor rooftop thing, just three of us for a drink. And we were talking about when I got into a fight at KFC. I was like, I don't even like KFC. What were we even doing there in the first place? What were you doing at KFC? I don't think I've had KFC probably in 15 years. It was fucking Davion and Antonia's fault. We were very drunk. It was St. Patrick's Day, like the Saturday when everyone's out. Mm -hmm. And I think we went to some bar thing. It started at like 8 a.m. So like around 1. You guys were drunk. 
It was open bar from like 8 a.m. to noon. So then we went to a, someone was having a house party. We went to that. And then when we were leaving there, we were hungry. So it's like 1 p.m. And I wanted to go somewhere else, but they wanted to go to KFC. So we went. And I don't remember why, but I ended up getting an argument with some guy. And he was like with a huge group of people. So it was like a big brawl almost. In oh, KFC. damn. <laughs> but he kind of backed down. I like called him a bitch or something. And then he didn't really say much. And then when I sat down, you know, I was with just the three of us. It was like he realized that I was with Davion, like a gay guy. And mm-hmm. then he decided he was going to like start. Uh oh. But I had just popped my biscuit in my mouth. So I couldn't like. <laughs> It took a second that for me was, to say anything. That was not code. You did not. <laughs> no. pop, you did, that. That's the title of the show. You know that, right? Pop my biscuit in my mouth. P- yeah, pop a biscuit <laughs> in my mouth. It's all that's a your, theme this show. That's this your queer, lesbian closet, the closet Yeah. That's your lesbian closet This theme. was like Popping 2011, Stephanie. So it was an actual KFC biscuit. Maybe 2020, Stephanie would be doing something else. Biscuits um, are good, though. But yeah, so I... <laughs> As soon as I swallowed, it took a second. I remember being like, this motherfucker, I can't even talk right now. And he's starting again. So I like was <laughs> like kneeling in the booth, yelling at him. Like, you don't fucking come over here and say that now. Blah, 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 blah. And then his friend got in the middle of us and he was like, you know, let's just stop. You know, he's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, he's wrong. He's a fucking bitch. You bitch. Like, I was just going crazy. <laughs> and then the poor lady that was like cleaning in KFC that like worked there, she tried to intervene. And I told her to like stay out of it. I called her a bitch. <laughs> oh no! The yeah, and then I think Davion or Antonia were like, "Let's go. We need to leave." <laughs> You're starting a huge brawl in the KFC at 1 p.m. So, Girl, it's that South Side in you. P.S. That stupid Ted guy with the full size mm-hmm. pictures or whatever. He was from fucking Cicero. Just yeah. saying. I'm not surprised. Yeah. So I was reminded of that last night. So when you said KFC, I was like, oh, God. There you go. Brought back that popping a biscuit in your mouth. You just got to yeah. stick with Popeyes. <laughs> I love Popeyes. I could totally eat Popeyes. Their sweet tea is bomb. Love their sweet tea. And they sell bags of ice, which, P.S., I guess that could be number five on my list because my McDonald's here in Fox Lake, people can drive their boats up, you know, and get their fucking chicken nuggets and whatever oh, they really? want. Yeah, but like my drive through 20 pound bag of McDonald's ice, which you know, McDonald's ice is like their McDonald's Coke, like it's good stuff. McDonald's at $2.29 for a 20 pound bag of ice. You can get that in the drive through? Hell yeah. I go through them like, give me a sweet tea and a bag of ice. And they, I mean, granted, you're grabbing 20 pounds through your drive through window, but. I, you you know, can I get a bag muscles. of ice at Popeye's, you just said, too. Yes, Popeye's, I can get a bag of ice, and I get, like, a gallon bag of sweet tea. <laughs> like, this is good to know. Do they do in the city, too? Because I hate having to go to the cooler and then So I don't know ice. about the Popeye's in the in the um, city, and I only know that from my experience with McDonald's, it seems like it's the McDonald's that are in like touristy areas or near water. So like Fox River Grove McDonald's sells ice too. I didn't mean that. Why do they sell ice? That's such a weird thing. Well, because I think people it's the boating communities. Like people come mm, through and yeah. they want to fill up their coolers and, and the boat. Uh, right. And if you got these big fucking ice machines, 
it, it might as well make a dollar or two off of it, right? But yeah, twenty pound true. bag of like delicious ice, like I'm an ice freak. It's like what on those dating sites when they're like name six things that you can't live without. Like the top of my list is ice. <laughs> like it's not my kids. It's not food. It's ice. ice? How did yes. I never know that? I don't. And the crushed ice or the nugget ice is like my favorite. Yeah, I'm a weirdo, right? Like the key to my heart would be buying me an ice, like an ice machine <laughs> for my birthday. That's good to <laughs> know. Stupid. But yeah, McDonald's, man, two twenty nine for a 20 pound bag of ice. So a great deal. It is a good deal. Um, I do have another Corona song for us. This one's funny, too. Uh, where is he? It's this little old dude at his piano. But oh, where did I put him? Oh yeah, so here shut it is. the fuck up. It's actually kind of a st- it's stay the fuck home. Uh, oh, the same. okay. Yeah, so here here we go. Thank you to Chris Franklin for these lyrics. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the fuck at home. And if you have got twelve kids or you're living on your own. Lock it down and isolate and stay the fuck at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a hooker's leg, so stay the fuck at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the fuck at home. But I feel fine, I don't feel sick. I'll go out on my own. See, I would have rhymed with, like, I feel fine, I, I don't feel sick come on over and suck my dick like I would have changed the lyrics <laughs> um, oh I did you I think retweeted this stuff and it cracked me up so I, I said it's the Twitter quote of the week and it's from at Jill Hopkins in regards to Trump Jr. at the RNC and her quote is I spent a lot of time in Wicker Park in the early 2000s, <laughs> so I think I know a coked-up jagoff when I see one. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. Yeah, what the fuck was with him and his stupid girlfriend? Oh my god, she's nuts. Well, here's the so the little background story about her. It's one of the news podcasts I listen to. I think it's just called The Daily with Michael Bavaro, 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 which is funny because he can't, there's his coined phrase, he can't say it. And it's, Why? here's what you need to know today. And he can't say, he's like, here's what you need to know today. Like, he can't say what you Does need to know today. Does he do it on today. purpose? No, he can't do it. It's funny. Like, one one I listened to and he just kept doing it over and over again. And they're just like, whatever. Like, we'll just go with it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, here's what you need to know today. But he always, he's like, here's what you need to know today. Like, he can't say it. But that's like when I listen to WBBM, there's that one guy, like, instead of saying WBBM really fast, he'll be like, WBBM, like, he can't, I don't know, dudes, you're on the radio, like, why can't you say these things? Enunciate. Properly, correct, yeah, it's weird, maybe they're tongue-tied or something, who the fuck knows. Can I say before we move on from um, coronavirus? Yes. There was a Starbucks where a woman was, had the coronavirus. Oh no. And she was sitting and working and she was near like an air conditioning vent <gasps> and everyone got it except for the four people, the four employees who were wearing a mask. Everyone really? else got it. 
So wear wow. your fucking mask. Stop being stupid bitches. Wear your mask. 100%. Well, and that that whole Donald Trump thing, if you I, there's one episode though of that daily that they just covered like the whole what's this Donald Trump Jr. story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I guess like Donald Trump didn't even want to name him Donald Trump Jr. because he goes, what if he's a loser? He said that when his baby was born and they were naming him. And he is a loser. Look at that. What if he's a loser? Well, but I guess him and his dad never got along and he was like big into hunting and stuff. And somehow he buckled down and like his dad accepted him when he saw him on TV talking about something. It's just a whole bunch of bullshit. Someone, I think they worked on The Apprentice. He tweeted, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted something and they like retweeted and was like, "Um, I worked on The Apprentice set for whatever, three years. Your dad always calls you a loser and something else. Like, shut the fuck up. Right? Right. But that, so that Kimberly, though, I didn't watch it, but somebody said she was like screaming and reminded them of like some sort of movie character or something. She, yeah, she was out of her mind. I just saw the clip of it. But I think she's been like one of those creepo stalker people that she's just been trying to get into the Trump camp for so long that she either like sucked Junior's dick good enough to get in or whatever. But she's just like one of those crazy people that are just trying to get into that family. And now she made it. So now, of course, she's super excited and coked out with them. And then that Kellyanne Conway that her leaving the Trump team, Trump train, whatever you want to call it. Her daughter's off the rails, but I love her. I do too. 15 years old. She's like, I want to be emancipated. My Mm -hmm. parents are fucking assholes. Like this is bullshit. So now her, the mom and the dad are both leaving the the Trump train. And so, so apparently they can try to be good parents. I don't know what fucking took them so long. Yeah. That's what it takes. You, you got kids. You got to give up Told stuff. You Gen Z is going to do it for us. I think. Well, it's kind of funny because I don't know if she's a millennial or maybe she's a Gen Z. My one friend, one of her employees, she's like, well, it's up to my generation to fix everything that your generation messed up. <laughs> my friend she's was not like, lying. <laughs> pardon me. Like, fuck you. I pay your paycheck every week. You you want to yeah. go fix it? Go get another fucking job. <laughs> Anytime I see like the TikToks of them roasting the millennials and the Gen X, I'm like, I can't even really argue with them. <laughs> like, It's kind of true. And I'm glad that like we're the ones at least who are raising them and in like our generation obviously right but i don't think that it's our generation that's ruined it i think as like it's gone on each generation is getting like smarter and more more planet conscious and stuff like that yeah i agree with that but fuck it wasn't you know i mean right now it's it's still i think a lot of boomers in charge of a lot of the politics and and stuff i mean white women um, I don't think our generation did any favors with the last election. So, yeah. No. Sometimes yeah. it sucks to be a part of a group that you're a part of, but we are. So Right. Well, and you know what? Sometimes it sucks to uh, be a Toronto strip club employee. <laughs> oh, they make um, good money, though, don't they? They do. But I guess the Brass Rail Tavern uh, near Yong in Bloor Streets in Toronto, one of their employees may have exposed more than 500 people to COVID-19. Mm. <laughs> so 
if you were at the strip club, gent, uh, you might want to go get tested. Oh, man. Yeah, that's um, right. seems like prime. Because it's COVID spreading spread. faster than yeah. a hooker's legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> spreading faster than a hooker's legs. Um, Steph, when we talked sex last week, did we mention that women smoking pot had better sex? Maybe we did. I don't did, think we right? did. We didn't? I don't okay. Think so. Well, it's just a blurb I ran into that women who smoke pot more had a better arousal, better orgasms, and more satisfaction overall sexually. Hmm. Well, I so, have been uh, smoking a little more since I bought a vape pen in nice. Denver. So, yeah. Huh. Bring on oh the Oh, my dicks. gosh. There's a there's a uh, marijuana dispensary, like, seriously, like a half a block from my office. I'm like, maybe I'll go get a night job there. Like, I don't really smoke, but I think it would be a fun job. I think it would be kind of cool. No? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. It's, it's like, also, like, regulated. It's, I don't think it's that... No, but I think it would be like a cool, fun atmosphere. You don't think it would be. Although the one dispensary I went to in Seattle, like, God, this is probably five years ago when I went to visit Lisa, maybe less than that, three or four years ago. And uh, it was like walking into like a high end jewelry store. It was very prim and proper. And so maybe it won't be. Well, and you have to like, well, at least the ones I've been to, you usually have to like go in the lobby area, like give your ID and everything. Yes. I and remember they let that. a certain amount of people in the back at one time. But when we were in Denver, you couldn't even go back there. Like we were all waiting outside because of like COVID and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I guess I can see that. You can't really all be in the same place. But it was way cheaper there because <clears throat> we tax it like. Oh, we tax the hell out of it. Like 200% or something like that here, don't we? Because it's doing... like 47% or something. Mm. So it's like way cheaper in Denver. That's why I bought the vape pen there because I'm like, it's fucking expensive here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> you can probably pick up stuff now at, at cheaper from other states. As long as it's legal here, you can't get in trouble bringing it back now. No, I did. I mean, I did it when it was illegal here and I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too Maybe funny. Well, check the bag. <laughs> Have well, now gummies that, in there. Well, now that you're smoking and you're looking for snacks, did you know that you can get a whole bag of Lucky Charms marshmallows like without the without the Lucky Ugh. Charms in it? Yeah, you just can get the whole bag of the like marshmallows. Lucky Charms, but I guess some people do, huh? They just want the marshmallows. They're yeah. so like weird. They like disintegrate. I don't. And like they those. squeak. They squeak on your teeth when you bite them. I'm, like, I'm not did a you Lucky ever... Charms fan. No, I buy the Lucky Charms cereal bars all day, every day. Fruity Pebbles are good. Captain Crunch was always my jam. But I think as I've gotten older, it like it totally massacres the roof of your mouth. That's what you don't let it soak. I like soggy cereal. So and it never got soggy quick enough for me. Oh, the Captain Crunch. Yeah, you got to wait on that one. Special K is a good one that gets soggy. Special K, there ain't nothing good in Special K. You got to add it. Well, I like raisin bran. Oh, I hate raisins. No. You hate raisins? It's my mom's Uh, fault. Like, me and my brother, like, you only had, like, little boxes of raisins for us as snacks as kids, and now I just can't eat them anymore. Aw. 
reasons all the time. <laughs> like when I was older, like in my early 20s, my friend Lawrence was over and she's like, you guys want something to eat? Like I have raisins. <laughs> they were like, what? Like, no, we don't want a box of raisins. I'm like, I realize like you've tried to give me raisins my whole life. No wonder I hate them. Did your mom put raisins like for Halloween candy too? No. Like, oh, Okay. I always hated bad, getting but... the box of raisins in my Halloween treat bag. I was like, fuck But these we never raisins. really had fun cereal either now that I think about it. So that's probably why I do like Special K and stuff because that was what we always had. But did your mom like cook good meals? Eh, she's not a bad cook. My, my mom we would didn't have, cook. Like, yeah. Yeah, we would, I never liked, like I would get mad if we had steak or something because I didn't like steak. Oh, but really? But sometimes we would have like breakfast for dinner. And she'd be like, if grandma asked, what do you say you had? And we'd be like, chicken and salad and potatoes. Because <laughs> my grandma would always be like, what did your mother make for dinner? Like checking oh, in really? on her. And if we said My mom like, pancake, and my grandma. Yeah. They did, I did not. <laughs> I had one grandma that was like the super cook. She was the cook for the mayor of Chicago at one point. Oh, but yeah. my other grandma, she was like, here's a pizza. Totino pizza like she would just give us frozen pizzas and popsicles and my mom was the my mom kept Oscar Mayer in business Oscar Mayer hot dogs bologna she would eat that pickle and pimento loaf right I don't know I wouldn't say she didn't she cooked but sometimes my dad was an ass he would like come home from work and my mom had cooked and he'd be like eh Let's just order a pizza. <laughs> like, really? What? Oh, I would have slapped him. I would have picked yeah. up that chicken and shoved it up his ass. Like, yeah, I, I just cooked for you, motherfucker. It. But I think as a kid, we were like, yes, let's get pizza. <laughs> so Yeah. My dad would cook, but he had two dishes he made. He made French toast and he made hamburgers. So. Not a bad. It's, no. Not a bad I mean, and, and then Thursday nights were like pizza night. So we would do Barnaby's down the hatch was like a restaurant growing up. And then when Little Caesars came out, when they had like the super duper long boxes, like two pieces, <laughs> we would do Little Caesars, which I, I can do Little Caesars anytime. I love Little Caesars. Um, the crazy if I have bread. to go like cheap, not great pizza, I go Domino's. I, Domino's. I, you know, I mean, that was college days, right? Like everybody ordered Domino's, but I don't know. There, maybe it's just like because we ate that as kids, the Little Caesars, but the crazy bread, bomb. Like, and I think now they have cheese filled crazy bread, which Ooh. I haven't tried yet. Hmm, maybe I that's dinner that. tonight. <laughs> now we're both hungry. I just got breaking news, and not that it really matters because people are going to be hearing this Tuesday. But it's still a good thing that they're doing. ABC is airing Black Panther tonight commercial free. Oh, just want to get rid of. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's sorry. Wonderful. That's right. You don't no, have... that's okay. I can maybe watch it on my phone. But that's still like such have... a good idea that they're doing that. That is because it really, I mean, it made such an impact on so many people, kids, adults. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it really made an impact. It, it, that seriously was a very big loss. Like him passing away like yeah so sad um not that i want to detract from that but i had two sexual terms of the week let's hear it uh so one it was like on a guy's dating site i'm just looking for a pillow princess 
Oh yeah, I've and I'm like princess. a pillow princess. Well, that's what we said. If I was a late in life lesbian, I would just be a pillow princess. Okay, so but that's so it's a lesbian term. But this guy had it on his dating profile. Well, I guess you could be in a straight relationship too. It, yeah, but this what I, it's kind of me in a straight relationship. This <laughs> is a girl in a lesbian relationship who likes the receiving but doesn't like to do the giving. <laughs> this is the same as a pillow queen, aka the bottom in the relationship. Yeah, I'll own I it. I'll own it. I mean, I get off giving. I'm a giver, so I don't know that I'd be a really good pillow princess. Who's looking for that? Someone's looking for that? Some guy. Yeah. Send them my was. way. <laughs> okay. If I run across him again, I think he was on Bumble. I'll, he told I'll you. Send I, him I right. get lazy. Like, whatever. <laughs> That's all. He this. just is like, I'm looking for a pillow princess. And I'm like, you kind of look like Jeffrey Unfortunately, Dahmer. those are like, blood. yeah, the creepiest fucking guys. Right. Yeah. Um, and then a friend of mine was like talking about his whole... Um, non-monogamous thing he's got going on and so he's like yeah i'm like totally excited because i've got a lot of nre and i'm like the fuck does that mean so then i had to google it and it means new relationship energy that's non-monogamous well uh, he's non-monogamous so apparently he found like another girl to join the harem and so he's got a lot of nre going on which means he's got like a lot of new relationship energy I just thought hmm. it was a weird term. Like it's, it's like BDE NRE, I guess. Right, but I mean, when people hit me with these little acronyms, I'm like, oh, this ain't something I know. So I got to look it up, and then I feel stupid because I don't know it. Abbreviates now. It is. It totally is. LOL. Like WTF. My friend Liz, when she first started working with us, she's like ten years younger than me, so she was probably like twenty three, and I was like thirty three. Mm-hmm. but she would that's how she talked like everything was in abbreviations and my one boss would be like look at me like she was speaking another language <laughs> like i don't know what that means like so-and-so's on vacay so i need to get you know like i don't know just the things that she would say it was so funny like so anytime ASAP, i think of abbreviations lol yeah. yeah i don't don't do that to me i'm too old she'll say that. like someone's roful she would say oh They're super roful <laughs> rolling no. on the floor laughing right right roful yeah yeah R-O-L. have you ever heard anyone pronounce that she would no. always say so and so so roful <laughs> And even when I see that, when I see that, I think of Ralph from the Muppets, you know, the big dog. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. when I see that rollful, I still just think of the Muppet. I'm like, you're the, you're the dog. Oh, yeah. No. Kids, man. <laughs> Kids. Uh, I'm telling you. Well, um, Steph, I know that you get to uh, dog sit lots of doggies and your mom has Ellie Mae Renee, your hairy sister. Yes. Um, and. I will honestly say this is like the most exciting news of the week. Bush Beer came out with a bone broth beer for your best buddies. Oh, Ellie um, might like that. I think she likes alcohol. Well, and I people can 
drink it too. It's not alcohol. So alcohol is toxic to animals, in case we didn't know that. Um, so Bush Beer launched Dog Brew. And it's it's cute. It's a can. It has like a little bone on it. And it's a beverage made specifically for dogs. It's um, a bone broth that has a lot of nutrients and it's a dog-friendly flavor. It's also safe for humans to drink. It had like all these really good herbs and stuff in it. So yeah. um they're selling four packs of the dog brew online for $9.99. It is not available in stores. So don't look for it in stores. You have to go online to get it. Um, so the brewery who loves to support dogs in needs of homes, um, in need of homes and sh- uh, they also support shelters. They're donating a dollar from each case of um, six four packs to Best Friends Animal Society up to $50,000. Yeah. Nice. So I thought that was like so exciting and the can's so cute and I'm come on, what dog won't love its own little can of beer, you know? Definitely. I mean, I'd be tempted to buy it and like see if it tastes good like in a soup or something. I mean, it's just bone broth. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of keto people drinking it. <laughs> Mm. I'm keto. I'll take a can of the Bush's dog beer. The dog I can't beer? have the regular beer. I'll just take the dog beer, please. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to drink beer if I can't get drunk or get a little buzz. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Well, smoke, use your vape pen and have a bone You beer. know what I had yesterday? <laughs> they had at the Fountainhead, which is on the street from me. We're on the rooftop. They had my temperance beer. Oh, yum. The, you know, the one I love, that green That with one peach. with, yes, yes. Pineapple. Yeah, it was very The pineapple excited. one. Who was I talking to about pineapple the other day? I, I don't know. Pineapple. I like pineapple, too. Like I, I have, like, a pineapple scrubby soap bar in the shower. Well, I did. It didn't survive. The kids used it. They scrubbed <laughs> their balls with it. Pineapple balls. I'm telling you. It's, kids <laughs> right i posted yesterday too and it was something like being an adult means uh muttering fuck this shit and, and still doing the things you don't like to do or what i don't know it, it's i never quote things properly but it, it really just, is like that <laughs> it truly is like long. i was like cleaning and scrubbing and i'm like fuck this and the kids aren't home but the one thing i i don't mind cleaning i really don't i i feel a sense of satisfaction when things are in its place and stuff is cleaned up and you know, I, I like it, but my favorite thing to do while I'm cleaning is swear and cuss and just call people names and stuff. So you have like it's your like, fake fights while you're cleaning. Well, so yeah, my big thing is like these motherfuckers think I'm the fucking maid. <laughs> I don't get paid to do this shit. What the fuck? I'm flushing somebody's shit again. Like all the, uh, the whole time I'm cleaning, that's all I'm doing. Yeah, fuck this shit. This is stupid. But uh, yet I still do it and I you like get it. Your rage out. I think so. I'm going to send you. There's a funny TikTok trend of people using this audio of this woman like, I am not going to be a maid. Like just going crazy. <laughs> That's me every Saturday. <laughs> That's me. And I'm like, and then I, you know, like I'll do laundry. I'm like, this smells like somebody shit in the fucking washing machine. Like I'm just swearing and yelling. And, and even when nobody's home, I still do it. Like it's not I like it's I turn the music on. No, I just like. I think it really is, but this week was 
was a little bit worse, especially because yesterday I did a load of laundry and I found like all these fucking screws and uh, uh, valve stem caps, like all sorts of shit. It must have been in somebody's pocket. Now, I'm not a pocket checker and I should be and I'm not. So like my son, he just seriously put one foot in the door and I'm like, you motherfucker, you got to start checking your pockets. He's like, hello to you, too. (laughs) And I'm like, sorry, Roy Rage this week. Uh, so um what do we have in the stars this week stuff i think michael sent us another he um, sends us lots of good stuff michael don't stop sending it just because we don't get to it like we'll we, we get to it it's here yeah mm-hmm. so oh so i guess this covers dating and uh and our astrology yeah Okay. Okay. The post-quarantine dating rule to follow based on your zodiac sign. Too and he funny. Said, so he's an Aries, he said. And he's not liking that the article states that Aries is looking or itching to get back out there. Itching. Michael, are your balls itching to get back out there? <laughs> I think he's in a relationship, right? Yes. Yeah. Is he the one that matched with you? I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he's he's in a relationship now. But, but I'm gay now, too, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you pop that biscuit <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> um, Aries. So wait, l- let me Google something really fast. Oh, so uh, Aries is what, a fire sign? Yes. Okay, so stuff. I came to the conclusion, I'm an earth sign, right? Yes. So I came to the conclusion that it it that the fire signs are what I'm attracted to, even though I shouldn't be because the, you said cancer. Um, it, it, that's a water sign. I think you need, yeah, a water sign. But, but n- no, I don't like other earth signs. I've um, air signs, eh, but it's the fire Excuse signs. Excuse me. I'm I, know. Sign. <laughs> I know. You are. I can be friends, but I don't think I'm popping anybody's air sign biscuit in my mouth okay okay but it's the fire signs aries leo and sagittarius that i've had like the hottest sex with at least which maybe makes sense because they're fire signs yeah maybe not the best match overall but in one way they are yeah it was like when i saw that all three of those signs were fire signs i'm like oh that makes perfect sense so i just thought i'd (laughs) say that Okay, back to our back to our uh, post quarantine dating rule to follow based on your zodiac sign. You had Aries, yeah, Aries. So as you just said, the fiery first sign of the zodiac. They've been itching to get back out there for a while now. They're known for their fast moving, passionate, and impulsive nature. The astrologer tells Bustle, oh, this is from Bustle, Bustle. your love life can actually benefit from taking your time. So Aries, slow it down so you can genuinely match with those that can appreciate your creative and impulsive energy. Oh, slow it down. Slow ride. You want to do Taurus? Take it easy. (laughs) That was an old carnival song, man. They played that at the carnivals all summer long when I was a kid. Um, All right, Taurus, you're a fixed sign and you tend to be very set in your ways. You hate change and you do things at your own pace. You're a big homebody, so being in quarantine was no problem for you. 
However, if you want a chance at finding love post-quarantine, you should take small steps to broaden your scope, go to new places, and meet new faces. Sit on new faces. Okay. I mean, do we ever know when post-quarantine is going to be, though? This could be for, like, two oh, years I could now. be, like, fucking Rip Van Winkle with a fucking beard down to my knees and shit by the time this a is over. beard. All of it. <laughs> um, Gemini, that's me. That's As a you, Gemini, duality and flexibility are your strengths. You can be playful one minute and serious the next, depending on who you're with. You're known for being charming, flirty, and well-liked by others. However, there's always a however... You also change your mind a lot. If you want really? to find dating success post-quarantine, proceed carefully and don't be so quick to write people off. Fuck. I can't. Oh, I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look both ways before jumping back into the dating pool. That's what I'm doing. Or you'll end up wondering what you miss later on. Good. Hmm. I'm or maybe that. just like have a different boyfriend for every day of the week and you won't be missing out on nothing. Oh, that's too many. I can't be doing that. <laughs> Cancer, um, you're sensitive, caring, and tend to gravitate toward people who need love and inner healing. While there's nothing wrong with helping someone, just be sure you're investing your energy into the right people. You can save yourself the pain later by choosing wisely now. Find the one who matches you and not just the wounded one who needs your tender, loving care. I'm wounded. Leo, after being in quarantine for months, you're ready to get back out in the spotlight. Typically, you prefer people who are just as outgoing, wild, and fun as you. It may be the time to change your type. Don't overlook the quiet ones post-quarantine. They won't steal your spotlight, and they will be as wise as you. Mm, I like that was a good one for Leo. Uh, Virgo, out of all the zodiac signs, you'll be one of the last ones to leave quarantine. Your health and wellness are top priorities for you, and you won't risk that for just anyone. Once you decide it's finally time for you to leave the house, stick with that decision. You can do it. Get out of the comfy PJs. Reach out to others. It's a great time to meet and greet, and you're great at first impressions. Mm. Hmm. Libra is a Libra. You're known for being a little too indecisive. Even if you're interested in meeting up with someone in person, you'll likely spend days weighing whether or not you actually go through with it. Unlike Virgo, who won't leave the house due to health concerns, you'll hesitate to meet someone because you feel like your dating skills have become rusty in quarantine. So your post-quarantine dating role is to stop overthinking and just get out the door. And don't act, don't think, and others will see you glow. And maybe find your pearl. (laughs) Um, Pearl Scorpio, you may not have had any trouble staying home by yourself when quarantine started, but you're a very you're a very physical sign and you've been in lockdown by yourself. You're likely craving human touch. The good news is you can get your fill post quarantine. Just remember to pace yourself. There are many varieties to try, so sample all until you find your favorite flavor. Also, make it a point to be honest with the people you start talking to. If you're not interested in a relationship post-quarantine, they deserve to know that. And I would say stock up on condoms and lube because you you have a little friction burn going on If you're really going to town. Mm -hmm. Riding Uh, that pony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sagittarius, you're not the first sign to get stuck in the past. In fact, you're known for being an adventurous world traveler. Staying stuck at home for a long period of time can make you feel very much unlike yourself. 
If quarantine has made you long for an ex, it's in your best interest to just leave the past behind. Post-quarantine, you'll be waving your magic manifesting wand for love and happiness. Right. (laughs) That dick. Someone new and amazing is on the horizon if you remain open to it. If your fly remains open to it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's me, Capricorn, Capricorn. Everyone knows that you're ambitious and dedicated to your work. Even in quarantine, you're still that sign who puts in extra hours to finish your projects. But if you want to find dating success post-quarantine, it's time to leave the building and stop (laughs) working. Put the browser window down. Get out and let the sunshine point you in the direction of fun. Uh, If you stop making excuses not to go out, you may actually find someone you like. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to let the sun shine on my post-quarantine pussy. No, I'm kidding. Aquarius. As an Aquarius, (laughs) you pride yourself on being unique. There are so few like you and so many that want to get to know you. While you like to do things on your own, your post-quarantine dating rule should be to reach out and dazzle others seeking fun and change. You'll see that you have many options to explore. Oh, okay, Aquarius. Fuck the Aquarius. You dazzle razzle. Um, Pisces, you're a total romantic who loves being in relationships. You tend to wear your heart on your sleeve, give your love freely, and put others' needs before your own. Post-quarantine is time to put yourself first. Seek true love by following your heart and putting what you need first, not just what you want. The right person will come along and you won't have to compromise. There you Good go. advice. Yeah. I'd say so. Um, this week, folks, we have the full moon coming up. Ooh, I don't what day know is that? that I, I believe it's the, I want to say it's called the harvest moon, like Neil Young. On this harvest moon. Uh, oops. I guess I shouldn't have plugged that. Harvest moon 2020. <laughs> it's September it 2nd. Uh, yes. So, oh, so maybe it's not called the harvest moon. Um, stuff. What do you got there? September 2nd. This is September. The next full moon moon will peak after midnight on Wednesday morning, September 2nd, appearing opposite the sun at 1.22 a.m. Eastern. The moon will appear full for about three days around this time from Monday evening through Thursday morning. There you go. Um, manifest and do what you got to do with the full moon. Yeah, put your crystals out to recharge. And I've been making moon water. And it's kind of funny because I made moon water and then I dumped it into like a gallon jug and threw it in the freezer. And I let it thaw out the other day. And man, I like guzzled that down. It was so good. Like, you know, it is just, you know me, I'm an ice freak. So when it's like yeah. that perfect temperature. So, um, but this moon water was a little different. I had thrown uh, some rose quartz in the, in the glass container when I made my moon water. So uh, you got to have something clear or I think blue uh, container, put your water in. I don't know that tap water is good enough. You might want to grab like distilled water or purified water. And you usually kind of do your intention like over the water, like waving your hands like a, you know, like a wizard (laughs) over the water and like put your intentions in it. If you want to put some crystals in there, just make sure your crystals are not ones that shouldn't be near water. 
but you can put crystals in there um, and then seal it up and let it let it you know get all the moonlight it needs and then in the morning bring it in don't let it sit out in the sun bring it in in the morning so all right. i don't know i mean i drank it i figure it can't fucking hurt no. And they say you can like do moon water to make different um, uh, sprays. So like if you want to add essential oils and some moon water just to like purify your house or whatever, you can use it too. It just has a little more, has a little more power and meaning to it. I know we sound crazy it. stuff, but I think the government has admitted that there is some validity to astrology and potions and stuff like that you haven't heard anything really about it because the government's not really it's kind of funny because they just keep sneaking things out there that they haven't wanted to make a big deal about but like so like aliens and meditation like all those a lot things of it does have a base in science it's mm-hmm. not like yeah yeah it's not like so. some book that's been around for years that doesn't really have a real <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Right. I mean, we were all we all come from like the old, you know, the people that uh, lived here, what, a million years ago, they didn't have no antibiotics and shit, but they knew herbs and all sorts of stuff to help heal you. So, I mean, it's it's the oldest science around. So I don't know. And it's fun to do. And you sound kooky when you tell people I made my moon water. And they're like, what? What was that? <laughs> What? Yeah, so tomorrow from when you're listening to this, go get your full moon on, people. Get your yeah, get your full moon on. Bathe naked in the moonlight. Dance around. Make your neighbors Oh my god, by you are going to get the show. I got a pontoon. It's kind of funny cuz I had a pontoon boat out here like kind of late at night. I'm on the one end of the lake. And it was like a young guy and a girl. I swear, I thought they were fucking on the boat. So I don't know if I like turned music on or I turned lights on. And right away, like you see them like start up the boat and move. Like, what did they think? Nobody's watching them on this end of the lake. It was hilarious. They probably thought, yeah, it was like a safer spot. Hell no. I probably should have videotaped that shit and been like, Pornhub, I got a lake video for you. And then today my son came back from going to breakfast with his buddies and he's like, oh, my God. He's like, I wish I could take a picture. He's like our neighbor, Richard Dick, uh, Dick for short. Uh, He was out there mowing the grass in his beekeeper suit. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) And I'm like, can you please take a picture? He's like, I can't fucking take a picture. I was just talking to the guy. And I'm like, why is he out there in his beekeeper suit? Like with the big, huge bee helmet on and the white suit, like his hazmat suit, you know? And Does he's like, he he's, keep bees? He is a bee. Yeah, he has some hives, right? But he's like, all oh, the bees get angry when I come by with the lawnmower. I got to wear my beekeeper suit. And I'm just like, this fucking guy's smoking something. Yeah, that's a little he's odd. Totally. Sm- <laughs> he's got he's got those grow lights in his basement. I know he's growing shit down there, but dude, that guy, he's out there in his beekeeper suit cutting the fucking grass. Now, come on, he didn't want to get stung. No, you got to come visit me. You see some crazy shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Well, we, uh, yeah, we're hoping that this week will be better with good news and fun things and... Let's turn the corner, folks. And moon water and all of that. Yes. Let's just turn the corner and make this a better month. <laughs> and we will we'll see, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. 